0: Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free.
1: Listener supported. WNYC Studios.
2: Hello, friend. This is an episode of Note to Self, but from when we used to be called New Tech City. Same good content, just the old name. Enjoy. Hey, New Tech City listener, if you're looking for another good podcast, here is my recommendation of the week. It's The Longest Shortest Time with Hillary Frank. It's for parents or would-be parents or anyone who is curious about bringing up the next generation of humans. It's really good. Get The Longest Shortest Time wherever you get your podcasts or listen to it on the WNYC app. From WNYC, this is New Tech City, where digital gets personal. I'm Anush Zamarodi. and this is a show where we look at how technology is changing our lives, right? Well, on this week's episode, please, technology, change my life in the kitchen. I've had enough of big salads. Yes, I just used finger quotation marks. You know the big salads I'm talking about. It's like half a head of lettuce, and then you just dump on there whatever else you find in the refrigerator. Some cheese? It's going on. Those little vinegar onions, yeah, they're going on too, whatever it is. If my glass of wine is big enough, I don't mind as much. But let's just say that the wine is flowing at my dining room table, but my creative juices are not. Hey, you found the right way to come in. Which is why I invited this guy over. Can you take off your shoes? Yeah,
1: of course. Okay. Oh, I love Um, your, I love your, what's that beeping sound?
2: That's coffee that I made you. That is the extent of my cooking, (laughs) by the way. Um, Did we have this conversation yet where I've told you that I actually don't like cooking? Yes. This is Dan Pashman. And listeners, if you don't know him, well, you're in for a treat.
1: The impression I got from you was that it was more about just time and you're working and you got two kids and you're busy.
2: Okay, so I think I've mentioned Dan's podcast before. It's called The Sporkful, and it also comes from WNYC. And it's more about eating than cooking, which is why I like it. Dan and I are also friends. Our families hung out at a pickle festival on Long Island last summer. Yeah, that's how close we are.
1: Your kids are more, uh, either older or just more responsible are trustworthy than mine because I could never keep knives this close to the edge of the counter.
2: No, they're old enough not to stab
1: themselves. Oh, so right, yeah. Good. I'm not that anyway,
2: <laughs> Dan came over to test what he thought might be the solution to my lack of culinary inspiration. Software called Chef Watson.
1: Okay, now it says what? Question mark. And this is where we put in the ingredients. Okay. All right, Manoush, to the pantry.
2: Before we get to the cooking, let's talk Watson.
3: This is Jeopardy! The IBM Challenge.
2: In case the name Watson doesn't ring a bell, maybe this episode of Jeopardy will.
3: Watson, what is Istanbul? You're right. Watson, what is Parliament? Right. Watson, what is German? German is
2: right. After trying for years, an IBM computer named Watson finally beat two human Jeopardy champions in the year 2011. And since then, Watson has grown thousands of times smarter and much, much smaller. It is the leader in the field of cognitive computing. I don't cook very well, but I could explain this concept to Dan. Let's say you're a doctor. How many thousands of papers are put out every year? You can't read them all, right? So the idea is like, Watson's kind of like your personal assistant. He, she is going to read it all and synthesize what you need to know based on the fact that, oh, you're also an obstetrician who works in a rural poor area who whatever. Like that's the idea that it acts as like, it's like your bigger brain. Now IBM is trying to smoothly and slowly introduce the idea of cognitive computing into people's everyday lives. And yes, one of the first places it's trying to do that is in our kitchens with something it calls Chef Watson.
3: We said being creative is producing artifacts that are uh, novel and taste good in the case of food.
2: IBM's senior software engineer for Watson is Florian Pennell, and his French accent alone will make you hungry. Watson is kind of like those other cooking apps where you type in the ingredients you have on hand and it comes back with recipes, but there's a twist. It knows how to combine ingredients in ways you've never thought of.
3: The idea is that the more flavor compounds the ingredients share, the more likely they are to be used together in Western cuisine, and therefore we think the more likely they are to taste good together.
2: IBM has teamed up with Bon Appetit for Chef Watson. It uses Bon Appetit's thousands of recipes, plus Wikipedia and the U.S. Department of Agriculture and other databases to learn about and reference what tastes good. And then, then, Watson rearranges things. For a less clinical explanation, it's good to hear one of Florian's partners on the project, Bon Appetit's digital editor, Don Perry.
0: What Watson helps me with is getting out of my own rut. Because as a recipe developer, I come back to the same tricks over and over again. It's like, all right, let's put a flavored butter on this one. Like, how about some croutons, you know? And for one of the recipes that I developed with Watson, it it suggested Chinese mustard. Yeah, I know what Chinese mustard is. I just never think – it's, like, not in my toolbox.
2: Yeah, so, like, Watson knows that apples share more flavor compounds with olives – than they do with butter. So it might put apples and olive oil or or whatever together, combinations that a regular recipe database might never serve up.
0: And so it just kind of flips things on their head and makes you rethink how to apply the ingredients that we're really used to using in a certain way. And Florian,
2: the IBM engineer, he thinks that once we lay people understand how this technology can jumpstart creativity in the kitchen, well, we'll all be as excited as he is about cognitive computing more generally.
3: Once you understand how Chef Watson works and you get into that mindset, you could imagine applying that methodology to retail, to uh, product design, uh, to um, the financial sector, drug healthcare. discovery, exactly, healthcare.
2: And IBM actually just made deals with Apple, Johnson & Johnson, and Medtronic to use Watson to make sense of all the data that they're collecting. And some of the uses include prepping patients for knee surgery, and managing diabetes, using data to come up with more creative solutions to all kinds of problems, not just what should I make for dinner.
3: So there are plenty of applications, really. As you create the recipes, you could imagine a meta- that the recipe is a metaphor for creating something else.
2: Okay, but before we imagine any recipes as metaphors for our future, more innovative lives, let's have a little reality check. Even the developers of Chef Watson warned that he, or it, lacks a certain culinary finesse.
0: Watson suggested pureeing an avocado into a gazpacho. Delicious. Not pretty at all. And because... I think visually when I'm developing, I was like, Watson, why don't we cube it up on top and drizzle, you know, X, Y, or Z over top rather than blend it. So there's those types of things that that Watson can't always compute. I joke that Watson and I are like roommates during culinary school. And the sitcom is like me and Watson and me doing a lot of arm crossing and Watson.
2: Okay, in a minute, hear how we experienced exactly the frustration that Don is talking about.
1: Watson! Watson! Come on!
2: But we also experienced some delicious wonder when Watson coaxed me and the Sporkfuls' Dan Pashman into doing something in the kitchen that just seemed
1: really wrong. I've never done something like this.
2: Oh, And hey, really quick, thanks for all your notes about our education and tech series. If you're new to New Tech City, we just wrapped up a series of shows about how kids are learning differently these days. You can hear us talking to teachers, parents, app developers, and kids themselves about ed tech. Oh, and something else worth listening to a podcast that I wish had been around when I first got into this whole parenting thing. It's The Longest Shortest Time with Hillary Frank. Hillary interviews people like a mom who talks about consent with her eight year old. Yeah, that's awkward. Or what happens when two high schoolers take care of robotic babies. It's really funny, and it's for all grown ups, not just parents. Get The Longest Shortest Time wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the WNYC app. We're back. I'm Anoush Samarodi and this is New Tech City and I am cooking with gas and cashews and Brussels sprouts with the host of the Sporkful Podcast, Dan Pashman, in my kitchen.
1: I like to cook maybe more than you do, yeah. but I um I'm also feel like I'm always crunched for time and the kids are hungry okay. and so and like there are times that I got a bunch of random stuff in the cupboard and I don't know what to do with it. Okay. So like I have need for help also.
2: Dan and I had a pretty simple plan, to make lunch as directed by IBM's Chef Watson. Should we say that those are our two criterias? Deliciousness and... Ease of use. Ease of use. Convenience. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, what else is there in life?
2: <laughs> Data would tell us what to do with the ingredients that I had in the house, having not made the regular grocery run that week. So we have a bowl of um, kind of perfectly ripe bananas here. All right. Keep looking.
1: Um,
2: we have cheese. We have you got avocados. a lot of cheese
1: here. Oh, I love avocados. Let's get some avocados okay, in there. I'm
2: going to get – ooh, and it's just right. Feel.
1: Oh, that's very nice. That's nice, That's right? beautiful, okay. yeah.
2: All right. Let's see what else. So, this is- so despite the barren nature of my pantry, we actually found some pretty yummy basics.
1: We have Brussels sprouts, garlic, yeah, avocado, banana, and jalapeno. Now, that is interesting. But frankly, like got
2: <laughs> sounds disgusting. It, why? No, I
1: think it sounds, I mean, like... Uh,
2: Mommy's home from work, kids. Let me just whip you something up with some jalapeno and bananas. <laughs> yeah. Delish. All right.
1: I want one more wild card.
2: Do you want to come to this drawer? Here, come. This one is one of my favorite drawers in the kitchen. Ooh, candy ginger. That could be interesting.
1: That, that's got some potential. Cajun
2: cashews.
1: Did you just say cashews? Yes. Wait, say that word again? Cashews. You put the accent on the second syllable? What do you say? I say cashews. Cashews? Cashews. That sounds like a sneeze. Cashew! <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Okay,
1: so what's our final list? You read it off and I'll type it into okay. Watson. are you
2: ready? We fired up the laptop in the kitchen, and after typing the ingredients into the Chef Watson website, we got back some options, some of which, well, well they, they certainly sounded global.
1: All right, Manoush, All right. Let's see what we got.
2: So there's a column called the Inspiration Station. I like it. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, so the way that it seems to list them is it says, like, a description, like, there's back-to-school soup.
1: You have different styles. Well, the style is back-to-school. The dish is soup. Gotcha. There's a style. They got an Irish option, an American option, a French, and a Galician. Galician.
2: Finally, we settled on something.
1: Irish jalapeno pepper ginger avocado banana sauteed. (laughs) I think the Watson naming conventions could get a little catchier.
2: I like that it says, discovered by Watson, created by you. (laughs) Let's cook. Let's do it. Dan and I got down to the chopping and prepping. Things were going great. All
1: right, Dan, I'm washing the Brussels sprouts. How, uh, How finely am I supposed to chop the ginger?
2: Everything's going fine. I'm slicing up Brussels sprouts. When suddenly, Watson asks us to do something
1: really weird.
2: Heat oil in a large skillet over medium heat. Add Brussels sprouts and avocados and season with salt.
1: We're going to cook the – I've never done something like this. This is wow. I've never cooked avocados in a pan.
2: Like that in early in the States. Yeah, like yeah. I, don't know, I don't
1: know what's going to happen to the avocados, but we just got to trust that Watson knows.
2: The avocado is going to turn into like a mush.
1: All right, well, let's, let's find let's out. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens.
2: In an informal survey I've done since this cooking session with Dan – I have not been able to find anyone from any part of the world who cooks avocado. This is weird, Dan. Can we just pause? I have to take a picture of the, like, raw avocado sitting in a pan. It just doesn't feel right to me. I mean, look at that. That's like a beautiful piece of fresh avocado with yummy salt sprinkled on it. Let's just rescue it from the fire and, like,
1: get it on a piece of toast quick. Manouche, trust in Watson.
2: All right. At this point... With the Brussels sprouts and avocado sizzling away and the ginger waiting impatiently, we had to put our faith in the data. I was finding it really hard. Oh, this is killing me. That was like a perfect, perfect avocado. And we're subjecting it to, like, medium heat. Then, a hiccup. We noticed that Watson forgot something.
1: Yeah, fruit, one banana. It's in there. It's in the ingredients list, but it's not in the actual cooking instructions. You're right.
2: You just put it as like a side dish. <laughs> then something else slipped Watson's mind. And this was way more serious. Uh, add ginger and jalapeno pepper and cook.
1: Stirring. It doesn't want us to add the garlic yet.
2: Oh, good point. Wow, very good point. Human being, you have proved yourself useful. Let's check on that. Oh my god. What? The garlic is not in the directions.
1: Watson! Watson! Come on! Mm-hmm. All right, I'm, just, I'm adding the garlic.
2: I found these omissions deeply disturbing. Wow, I can't believe it forgot about the garlic. That seems like a big problem to me. Now, it should be noted, Chef Watson is still in beta. You can try it out at IBMChefWatson.com, but there are obviously kinks. Dan, pro that he is was able to just roll with them.
1: First feedback for Watson, anytime you think that one clove of garlic is the right amount of garlic, you should be adding two cloves of garlic. I've never cooked anything with only one clove of garlic. We can improvise a little bit.
3: Okay.
1: I always say, you know, people should know that like your kitchen is just like, it's like your lab. Okay. So you got to experiment.
2: And I guess the important thing here is that we would survive a lunch without garlic. But the stakes are definitely higher when Watson is being used for make-or-break business decisions or figuring out how much medication a patient should be taking. Okay, back to something less critical, but also right.
1: innovative. Well, this looks good. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing the cheese sprinkle.
2: Lunch created by Data. It was time to eat. Did Watson work? I mean, it smells like a bowl of Brussels sprouts with avocado mash. Okay, let's eat. Irish jalapeno pepper ginger avocado banana sautéed with no banana.
1: Right. Or garlic. We added the garlic.
2: Cause, yeah. Geez.
1: All right. Let's do it.
2: I actually really like it. I think it's yummy. It tastes like really good Brussels sprouts with cheese on them. And it's spicy. It's good.
1: What do you yeah. think? I think it's totally delicious. Yeah. I think, despite our fears, the avocado actually works. The avocado, like, breaks down into this, like, rich, creamy, unctuous coating on the Brussels sprouts that makes them feel, like, sort of more decadent. I've never never cooked with avocado.
2: I thought the mushy avocado would look really ugly. It doesn't. You don't even notice it. And, um, is it Irish? Uh, I don't think so. Not in any way, as far as I can tell. Okay, so... Deliciousness? We say yes. Yes. Ease of use? Yes. This was pretty easy. Like, we chopped up a bunch of stuff, threw it in a pan, pretty much. I mean, right?
1: Yes, it was easy to do what Watson told us to do. Um, But we didn't use up two of the ingredients we typed in that we thought we were going to be using – we're in the ingredients list. The bananas and the garlic yeah. end up not being in the instructions. We Now, we have enough culinary expertise to know when to add the garlic yeah, and to do that on our own.
2: To your point, though, like, one of the things I like about some of the apps on my phone, like, you know, Epicurious, is, like, you put in the ingredients and it tells you what to do and it's pretty idiot-proof. Like, I don't really have to think. Whereas this actually required some human input more than I expected.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. But the... the dish was more uh, different Mm. than what you you get on a typical recipe site. Mm -hmm.
2: The future of IBM is riding on data-driven, and maybe even delicious, experiences like these. What would you name it? Because it needs a better name, Dan.
1: Uh, Minutia's Brussels Sprout Surprise.
2: Okay. Dan's num num greens
1: <laughs> I'm gonna just on myself. How
2: typical is that? you can hear Dan's version of the events that transpired in my kitchen I have a feeling they're really different you can hear them at thesporkful.com or just subscribe to the sporkful on iTunes as you've just heard Dan Pashman is a lot of fun and a big thank you to him and the sporkful team for bringing us this story from the South by Southwest festival So before we go, you've probably heard that the Apple Watch is coming out. Next week, I'm diving in to try and figure out what it all means for us humans. Like, is this the answer to us not being obsessed with our phones? But I I need your help on this one, okay? So I want you to answer the question. Do you think the Apple Watch could help make technology less intrusive in our daily lives? Yes or no? Go to NewTechCity.org to take the quickest poll ever, seriously. And if you did the Bored and Brilliant project that week of challenges to get you off your phone and jumpstart your creativity, I especially want to hear from you because uh, we got to keep this whole quest going, right? Results of the poll and human, not gadget, analysis of the Apple Watch. That's what's coming up next week. Oh, and if you have ever cooked avocado, would you please get in touch? We are at New Tech City on Facebook and Twitter, or you can leave a note in the comment section at newtechcity.org. Or if you are just so excited about this fruit slash vegetable, record a voice memo and send it to newtechcity at wnyc.org. And if we get enough good and honest voice memos, I promise we will make an avocado montage. I'm Manoush Samarodi. This is New Tech City. We'll see you next week. Is that bad that I have extra virgin olive oil? Like, this olive oil has really not been
1: around the block. (laughs) Is that okay? I mean, typically I like my olive oil a little more experienced. (laughs) (laughs) But this will do.